morning. Welcome back, everybody. So, coming to you live from the Summerton Community Kailo of Summerton, Philadelphia. Beautiful, lovely Erev Shabbos. Erev Shabbos, Parshas, Vayakel, Pekudei, Chazak, Mavarchim, and Achoydash. Wow. Does that mean they're taking out five Sefer Torah? We'll see. Anyway. Anyway. So, we're here in uh, the beginning of the final and last parak of Derech Hashem, Perik Tez in the middle of Simon Aleph, um, and the Ramchal is going through Avoida Mikris, situational, circumstantial and situational Avoida, and he began by revealing to us a tremendous, tremendous Yasod. We saw a tremendous Yasod yesterday, and that Yasod was that life is a series, not of Adiyabits, but a series of L'Chathchilas, orchestrated events and circumstances and situations, all situations in life that we have to deal with are always there because we need to deal with those situations to achieve our purpose and creation. We need to deal with those situations in order to accomplish our tafkid hachaim, in order to accomplish what we are here to do. That's why we have to contend with all these situations. Not that Nebuch, I have to deal with this, and Nebuch, I have to deal with that, Nebuch, I have to deal with the other. It's there, Lichat Chila, as part of what our task is. Part of what our task is. So, with that, we make a shahakal on a cup of coffee. And we proceed, moving on to the second half of Simon Aleph over here. And we saw that, that life is so incredibly complicated. Life has so many incredibly complex moving parts and things that we have to deal with in life because what has to be brought out in terms of our perfection and the world's perfection is also complicated. There's a lot of things that have to be brought out. That's why there's a lot of things going on in life. All situations in life, each one comes with its own mitzvah. Excuse me. Each one comes with its own mitzvah. Every situation has a mitzvah. See, so hear what he's saying? There is no such thing as a situation that doesn't have a mitzvah. No such thing as a situation that doesn't have uh, the appropriate way of dealing with it through the outlook of the Torah and the inappropriate way of dealing with it. Now, does mitzvah have to mean one of the Tariyak mitzvahs, one of the 6 and 13? Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Um, it could. It could have many situations that there's immediately applicable, immediately obvious which one of the 613 is the mitzvah that I'm supposed to do over there. And I remember when uh, um, I took haircuts in the mirror, I went to uh, Hamish, a barber. There's actually a fellow who was a Taimani. So I don't know if you can use the word Hamish on the Taimani, but I guess you could maybe. Hey, n- no, no. I went to um, Zohar. <laughs> Zohar was there before Tzion. Oh. Zohar is the man. Whenever actually, whenever I make a trip to Arsal, I just stop into his barber shop, and I give him a big hug, and he gives me a bigger hug. We bonded, me and, and Zohar, over many, many, many years. But anyway, there are barbers in Arsal that have these signs up in the barber shop that says, I don't remember exactly the chesed and the number, like, like um, don't forget, when you take a haircut, you can be Makaim 12, Mrs. Hasei Daraiso. Um, I know, so I may be exaggerating somewhat. But uh, some clever fellow, some geshmaka guy, Shekhavi Yid, put the sign together. The mitzvahs were like, uh, one of the mitzvahs was paying the worker on time. One of the mitzvahs was, um, you know, making sure he doesn't cut your payas off, he doesn't cut your beard off. It's your mitzvah, it's his mitzvah. And, and like, it was a sign, like all the mitzvahs, daraisa, you can be makayim just by getting a haircut. Um, and the one, one of them, I think that was the last one on the list, was pay, paying workers on time. Um, so... 
um, that one stood out prominently. I what? I say it a lot. Yeah, 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 yes, yeah, I say it a lot. I don't remember if the sign was all the misses. I say all the misses in general. I guess it was all the misses in general. Proud the lab was there too because not shopping up your pay is is uh, is a lab. So in any case, so there are situations in life where the mitzvah that you're performing is immediate and obvious. Lending money, repaying money. Um, a lot of mitzvahs have you know a half layer going on over there, giving somebody a ride. But then there are. I mean, so a lot of situations have that, that you know, the mitzvah chesed. There are situations where the mitzvah say the rice is not immediately obvious. But what the Ramchal really means to say is every situation in life has the rutzen what the correct and appropriate way of dealing with the situation in the eyes and the lenses of the Torah, of the Rebbein Shalalim. What's the right way of handling the situation? And what's the wrong way of handling the situation? And, you know, more often than not, the MS is, you really could dig up a, a mitzvah daraisa. So, so many of the situations that we have to be able to deal with properly and, 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 and um, do the appropriate way, the way that in the Torah way, do have to do with how we conduct ourselves and how we behave, how we display. Like we had a gentleman here yesterday from South Bend, Indiana, in San Jose, who was, you know, he, he was, we were talking about shopping, you have to shop in the correct way. And, you know, he brought in the idea of Kiddush Hashem versus Chil Hashem, and he's absolutely correct. Um, this, this pertains to a lot of things, and that's definitely a, a mitzvah, an assay, an alois assay, an ikdashti, to make a Kiddush Hashem, to show the world what it means to be a Jew, how a Jew behaves, how a Jew conducts himself, and chas Hashem, not to do the opposite, not to make a Chil Hashem, and to act and behave in such a way that people say, you know, these, these, and now I know why there's so much anti-Semitism, right? We don't, that's the last thing we want to do, is to make a display, allow Gaim to, 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 um, Understand where anti-Semitism is coming from, um, and, and that those are that's a mitzvah say the rice and a loisah say the rice. That certainly factors into how we shop, how we wait online. You know, don't cut the line. Last thing a yid ever wants to do is be guilty of cutting a line in public. Chalila v'chas. How we drive? How we drive? Are we are we driving in such a way that that people are are um, impressed with how we drive? We. We'll, we, we obey yield signs. If the other guy got to the stop sign first, we let him go first. We don't cut off people. We don't, we don't uh, you know, make a right turn from that intersection and, and in front of a guy who is going, you know, 60 miles an hour, and now he has to go drop down to 20 miles an hour so he doesn't hit us, right? So we avoid doing that. Are we doing that? They're going to see that you're wearing a yarmulke. They're going to see that you're a yid. And... Um, <clears throat> The way we drive can make either one one of two examples: the Kiddush Hashem or Chas the Chil Hashem. So there's many, many, many situations. In fact, more situations than than that will directly involve a, a mitzvah of Vahaftal Recha Kamaicha or a mitzvah of Inikdashti, making a Kiddush Hashem, a mitzvah of Chil Hashem. But even the situations in life where we scratch our heads and ponder and wonder, what's the mitzvah in in this particular situation? What's the mitzvah in how I am? Getting my kids dressed for school in the morning. Again, we could creatively come up with Mrs. Sasei Daraisa, but even when we can't, even when we can't, there's still a rutz and of of how we're supposed to act and behave based on the lessons and the insights of the Torah, based on the midos, the character traits, the attributes 
that the Torah discusses to talk about, that the Chazal instruct us that we have to we have to exhibit. And the bottom line is, every situation in life is always going to have a correct and an incorrect way of handling it through the lenses of the Torah itself. Whether it's a mitzvah sasei daraisa, leis sasei daraisa, mitzvah darabonin, leis sasei darabonin, or a hanhaga toiva, a mida toiva, the correct and good attribute. And as we mentioned yesterday, therefore, every situation in life is a veritable goldmine. Every situation we encounter in life is is uh, one in which there is a vein of gold running through the situation, and I'm either going to uncover it and discover it, walk off with golden nuggets, or I'm going to not, and, and the opposite is going to happen. Um, every situation in life, and, and that, that's a very encouraging, very empowering, and very inspiring thought. You know, when we're tempted and tested to not be the best drivers, to not, you know, be the most pleasant people at the cash register, to not be the most patient people while we're waiting online, to not be the most patient people when we're interacting with our spouses and with our children, we have to stop ourselves and say, you know, I could be impatient, I could be rash, and I could be out of line, or I could walk off with gold ore over here. Every situation, there's a gold mine waiting for us to extract. Says the Ramchal further, Every situation is waiting for us to either direct it and divert it towards the Tzara towards something that is constructive and productive, or something that is destructive. When I, when I deal with that situation in the proper way, and I exhibit proper conduct, judgment, and behavior, and I execute the situation properly according to what the, what the Torah wants. Yeah, in Yonam I've made it productive and constructive. I tapped into it. I mined it for all the gold that was there. And what will result from that situation will be only good and only productive for the world and for myself and only harmonious and beauteous for myself and for the world. If, however, I don't deal with the situation properly, again, we're talking about all mundane situations in life, how we shop, how we drive, how we eat, how we talk, how we schmooze, how we sleep, how we... everything. The situation will be left in a state of ra, disconnect from God, decay, and disrepair. And that will result in the opposite effect. Instead of mining gold, we will have mined plutonium over here. Kryptonite. It will create filth, foulness, and and fungus in the world. It will just create a, a, a contamination and pollution in the world instead of the gold mines that can, that were waiting to be extracted, the golden ore. Tuman zuama, pollution, contamination, and darkness. It will block heavenly light from being able to come into this world. And it will create increase the amount of disrepair and absence of God in this world. And that leads to all kinds of shlechta, unpleasant, unwanted, undesired 
side effects. According to the specific situation that I did not manage, I did not navigate properly. Um, okay, just let, let's stop for a moment and take note of a very interesting expression that the Ramchal used over here. The way he described what otherwise would seem to be the matter and its opposite there is an asymmetry, an asymmetry, a, a, a significant asymmetry in how the Ramchal just expressed the matter and its opposite, the Dabra V'Hipuchai. And the Ramchal is talking about when he's expressing the matter and its opposite, the Dabra V'Hipuchai, what happens when I do navigate all those situations successfully? When I drive in a Tardik way, I shop in a Tardik way, I interact with people in a Tardik way, I speak with my family, my spouse and my children in the Tardik way, according to Ratzna Torah, and when I don't, and when I don't. So he said, when I do all that in the Torah, way, in the appropriate way, every situation becomes a veritable goldmine, and I've created Tikkun, and I have elevated it. He talked about elevating everything, right? And everything becomes toif, everything becomes Tikkun, everything becomes harmonious, and godliness, and illumination, and, and radiance. I've elevated every single situation when I figure out the right way of conducting myself according to Torah, perspective in every situation. Every situation. Now, then what should be the opposite? The matter and its opposite. The opposite should be the what? The Yibuchai should be. And when I conduct myself improperly, I make a chil Hashem in everything that I do. I, I'm a bum in everything that I do. It should be instead of elevating everything, I am lowering everything. I'm denigrating everything. I'm bringing everything down. I'm casting everything down. I'm either bring everything up or I'm bringing everything down. That's what we would expect here. But that's not how the Ramchal said it. There was, hence, and, and let's, let's take note now of the asymmetry. Let's go back a few lines and, and, and take note of the glaring asymmetry. Ramchal talked about elevating everything when we do things the right way, every such, all the mundane situations in life, but when we do them the wrong way, look how he said it. Look how he said it. If you don't conduct yourself the way the Torah wants you to, the way the Rebbein Shem wants you to in all mundane situations, they remain in the state of Ra. You're not casting them down, you're not lowering them, you're causing them to remain ra. So very interesting. When I do things the right way, I'm raising and elevating them. When I don't do things the right way, when I drive like a bum, I make a chil Hashem everywhere I go. When I cut lines at the amusement parks, you know, when I, when I lie about my kids' ages so I can get the cheaper rate at the aquarium and, and, and uh, I make a chil Hashem every single place that I go, we would expect again the Ramchal to say, okay, so now I'm taking every experience in this world and I'm throwing it, throwing it towards the, the Sitra Achra, towards the Satan, towards, the, towards um, Ra. The Ramchal doesn't say that he's saying it remains Ra. It remains Ra. One moment, one moment. It remains Ra. Very interesting, the asymmetry. And, and the reason behind that and the Pshat behind that is, is this, so this paragraph gives us very good opportunity to return to ideas that we saw way back in the beginning of the Sefer. Um, and also we explored this idea that there is tack and asymmetry. There is an asymmetry in life. And this situation is not symmetrical. It's not the pshat that we live in some kind of a neutral zone and the realm of the mundane is neutral and the idea is either to bring it up or bring it down. It's not how it works. The mundane, its default and its status quo is that is the starting position of everything. The starting position of all matters physical, all matters that are mundane, is Ra. Is Ra. 
not neutral, not perfectly balanced in the middle, and we either bring it up or down. No, it starts off letzat hara. Ra simply means we translate it as evil and bad, but it's not really what it means. As we as we said in the past, ra means disconnected. Ra means broken away from the rebbeisha. Means chipped off, chipped off of the block. Chipped off of the block. Not good to be chipped off the block. You're chipped off the block. You're not part of the block anymore. The block, so to speak, is the abishter who is removed from all matters physical, who is removed from all matters mundane, who is who is simplistic, unified. And definitely not physical. The starting point of all matters physical is really is rat is, is is removed and separated from the rebbeinu The existence of the mundane, the existence of physical, the physical in its own right inherently is something that is removed from God. All fa- all matters that are physical, eating and sleeping and and and, and procreating and shopping and driving and paying bills, all these ideas, all these concepts, all these pursuits are pursuits that on their own are removed from the rebbeinu are separated out from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. By definition. By definition. And it's our job to what? To redeem them. It's our job to take all those situations and opportunities and elevate them. It's our job to take them and give them meaning. And give them radiance and infuse them with Kedusha. And how do we do that? By executing those situations and, and uh, you know... <clears throat> and and uh, conducting ourselves in all those situations in a Tardic way. And then all those situations in now become Tardic. They become situations which were used by someone for correct purposes, for godly purposes, someone who lives his own life in, in such a way that he's taking his physical component and it's there to be directed by his spiritual component. And that's already how I'm living my own life. And therefore, any situation that I conduct myself in in the same manner is I'm taking that situation and I'm allowing it to be um, a mundane physical situation which is being conducted by a mundane physical person who is using all of his mundane mundanity and physicality to be subordinate, subservient and and servicing his spirituality when we connect all the dots all those mundane situations now became spiritual exercises we have redeemed all those mundane situations. We have elevated them. We made them go from Ra to Toiv. But when we don't do that, on their own, they're inherently Ra. On their own, every single situation in life is inherently Ra when we're not elevating it. So the scary axiom that emerges over here is one that we've seen already before. There is no neutrality. There's no coasting. There's no cruise control. There's no, you know, doing something. Stagnation. Um... Just as a, a uh, you know, I, I'm not going to make a descent, but I'm not going to elevate this. I'm just going to enjoy this for the pursuit itself, for the exercise itself. I'm going to enjoy physicality just for physicality. Um, I'm, I'm not going to do any averis. I'm not going, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, you know, enjoy this shawarma. Listen, I'm definitely going to wash Ramaitzi. I'm going to make brachas before, and I'm going to make brachas after. I'm going to bench. I'm not going to have it with, uh, I'm not going to put, I'm not going to put shredded cheese on top of it. I'm going to wait six hours before I have my coffee. But, you know, I, I'm just going to have an indulgence for the, for the sake of indulgences. On, on a certain level, if it's indulging in food for the sake of indulging in food, that is necessarily going to be a slight dip towards the direction of what? Of Ra. 
because it was a physical pursuit for the sake of a physical pursuit, and physicality on its own, on its own is ra. Physicality on its own is disconnected from God. If I allow it to remain disconnected from God, then by definition, by definition, it was an experience of ra, because I have to take it away from being ra. The grand state of all physicality, the bottom line is, is, is ra. And I have to actively bring it from ra to toiv. That's why there's no coasting. Now, what does it mean to bring... Does it mean we can't eat out anymore? We can't have shawarma? There's many reasons you can eat out which can provide a spark of toiv. We mentioned yesterday, we're talking about and everybody needs downtime. The Ramchal himself believes in downtime. The Ramchal talks about that. You saw that in Mitzvah Shem and earlier in Derech Hashem. So if it's for... You know, once in a while, I just need to... You know, um, take care of my body, take care of my goof. My, 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 I have a body that likes to eat. Once in a while, I have to indulge in that just to keep myself healthy, to, to allow myself, my goof, to be on board with the neshama. I take care of the goof as well. That's great, it's kavaldic. And that, that became a spiritual exercise. It's a means to an end for a spirituality. That became toif. I'm uh, going out for, you know, it's important, important to my wife to go out to a good steakhouse for our anniversary. So that's Shalom advice. Or, or, Alternatively, I convince my wife that it's important for to her for us to go out to my favorite steakhouse for our anniversary, right? Shalom bayis, shalom bayis. I convince my wife that, that we should go out for my 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 you know my brother-in-law's anniversary, you know. He, my brother-in-law who lives in Seattle, so we'll go out for his. Uh, you know, now we're not going to go to Seattle, of course. We're going to go to Lakewood to stay cast in Lakewood to celebrate his anniversary. Sean Bais, good Gavalik. So, so what we can bring Sean Bais to the equation as well. These are all arguments that make it go from Ra to Toiv. I'm, I'm, I'm speaking purely, obviously, hypothetical and theoretical. This really applies to me. I don't have a brother-in-law that lives in Seattle. But anyway, my brother-in-law used to live in Seattle. So I'm just speaking in general, in general, you know, people like, you know, like these kinds of arguments. But, but, but we get the point over here, Rabbi. So we, we understand the, the, the vart that we don't have to eschew this world. We don't have to um, spurn or scorn this world and all matters physical when we're, we're not, you know, eating on Shabbos when it's not a yumtiv meal, when it's not a latka. No, there is room to always to capture the 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 ra and make it satoif. But if we're not really doing that on a certain level, maybe a very minute level, perhaps, but even on that minute level, ra is remaining ra. When I don't actively elevate and make it satoif. And this is beautifully meduik here in the Ramchal in a very powerful way, in a very scary way. But look, he just said it. If I don't actively elevate the mundane, I don't actively make into a pursuit where I'm going to make a Kiddush Hashem, where I'm going to, you know, elevate it. By the way, when you go out to eat, there's, there are so many opportunities to, to elevate that and to make a Kiddush Hashem. You go out to eat. You know, once you always make it a point, always, always make it a point of finding the chef and telling him that the food was delicious, finding the... The, the manager and telling him that you, he's running such a such a beautiful establishment, telling the waiter that uh, you, you had such great service. Of course you're going to give a tip. They make you give a tip. They put it in the bill, right? You can't leave without giving a tip anymore. But tell the waiter, I, I enjoyed the service. The service was amazing and excellent. You're making somebody feel good, and you're making Kiddush Hashem. And, 
And there are, the opportunities abound in every experience to do things in a teridical way, in a pleasant way, to, and, 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 and to infuse them with mitzvahs and kedusha. In any case, in any case, the Ramchal is reminding us of this very powerful idea that the default grand state of all matters in life, all matters mundane, is always ra. And if we don't make it into toiv, it remains ra. And it pulls the world down and says, the Ramchal, we wrap up the paragraph, it'll pull us down as well, and how it's relating to us, us, we as the as the executors and the performers of those situations, it affects us and affects our environment. And it affects us, it affects the universe, and affects the world view, the plan, the mission of the universe in, in, in the Bria getting to its final destination. I'm either elevating myself, elevating the world, and helping the world get to its final destination while I do everything in the terrific way, or I'm chasashom, bring myself down, bring the world down, and putting one more monkey wrench in the greater works of the world in thwarting the world from getting temporarily to its final destination when I allow the mundane to remain mundane, and I allow the rat to remain rat, and I keep the world one step removed from its its completion, its perfection, and the choice is always going to be ours in every mundane situation in life, doing things in a teridical way or a non-teridical way. And that wraps up Simon Aleph of Perik Tes. And Hashem, next week we will continue. And it does look like we are on track to finish Der Hashem. Mamish, on, in, for the last day of this man, we will be having very nice seams. Everybody stay tuned. Pashas is going to be Wednesday. Okay, the last day of this man. We'll be making a nice big grand seam on Der Hashem. And I wish you have a wonderful Shabbos. Shabbos.